Blog Talk Radio. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. And I am the light within your soul In the essence of truth and right Love makes the circle whole And here we stand in line Waiting for some sacred sign But to find the balance is the purpose of this time to restore the balance of the universal mind And in the presence of my Lord of light and love Everything I see aspiring to be free And when I call to thee And come on bending knee Surrender to the all-pervading light and love Reflections of the one surrounding me with love And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence Within and without, above and below, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. Without and within, below and above, yeah, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. I sense your presence. Of 
Hope to find the balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence
And then in addition, I've created the True North Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, seminars, exciting events, and fundraising events, and various things that I have going on there. So um, I'm kind of in the plan. I'm laying a little bit low on the tour realm this year. I have to admit that. Uh, just while I kind of get some things in order and pull some things together. And then I will be doing a trip out to Los Angeles, California, Southern California region, and um, seeing what I'm doing there. I'm checking to see if I can put anything in coming and going from there uh, right now if you want to watch for that. And oftentimes in the fall I head back to the East Coast. And then uh, definitely watch next year because I'm going to have some really big events coming up next year and, I'm looking forward to uh, planning those as well. So there will be plenty of advance notice on those. Just a reminder, if you do enjoy the show today, make sure you tell people about it and share it on your social media avenues and any, you know, anybody you feel inspired to share it with, really. And they can always listen to it by coming in to the show using the same link that you use to get into our live show, and then they can listen to the archives at their convenience. And... Um, you know, I find a simple share, and it just really makes a different often t- difference oftentimes in people's lives. And all of the, the Main Street Universe shows, by the way, are available as a podcast through iTunes, tunein.com. And um, all of my shows can also be found through my YouTube channel. So there's lots of options for catching the shows. Now, before we get started on things, those that have listened in before know that I like to delve into a little book called The 72 Names of God. Uh, Technology for the Soul. It's by Yehuda Berg, and uh, he's a Kabbalah master, so he's delved into these realms um, and come up with some kind of common energy and common terms to express lessons and to connect with divine God energy. Now, you know, oftentimes I say, okay, my the, the page that I turn to, and every week I just look to the next page in the book, <laughs> usually matches with the guest. But I'm not sure this one matches with our guest this week, so that might be a first, (laughs) that it doesn't match with the topic. However, I do feel in some ways there is a match, and and I say that because our guest, with the work she does, it it opens and it moves energy in a way very similar to this that um, most people wouldn't associate that way They um, because of the way they, they have their perceptions set. Um, but I do see this also fitting in very well with the time of year that we're approaching with us coming up on spring equinox time. So it is at least appropriate on that side of things. <laughs> so the common name of God that we have this week is sexual energy. And the little message that he gives preceding everything is sex sizzles. Ooh, say that like seven times fast. <laughs> sex sizzles with intense energy and provokes heightened consciousness. But it's not enough to turn on. We must have courage to tune in also. By tuning in to the spiritual purpose of sex, we ignite passion in our sexual energy. This name is our key to the ignition. And the insight he goes on to provide is, we tend to view sex as a mechanical sport instead of a sacred, soulful act that can deliver long-term lasting pleasure. In Kabbalah, the cosmic and the erotic are intimately interwined. There is a clear-cut connection between the vast universe and our personal sex life. Attraction, arousal, touch, friction, sparks, and the fusion of two people 
and lovemaking all have enormous mystical implications. A lover's kiss or a sensual caress contains sparks of the light. Each time a male and female unite in love, our physical world mates with the upper world, bringing light into all existence. Thus, lovemaking is also light-making. For the couple locked in embrace and for the world at large, it's an experience that can only be described as divine sex. The key to this unification is avoidance of selfish sex. Self-centered desire and ego prevents a cosmic connection, and that when sexual energy begins to drain from our own relationships. Now, the meditation he proceeds to give on this is you purify your desires so that you share love and energy with your partner, putting his or her needs ahead of your own. You ignite sexual energy so that your passion helps elevate all existence. You replenish the light that was lost due to any prior selfish sexual activity. So it's very interesting, uh, you know, very interesting thing, whether we're talking about that physical love energy going on there, or whether we're even, when we unite our masculine and feminine self-energy, we can also trigger some of this energy. And while many times we have associated it with a particular act, when we talk about sexual energy, it's really is this more evolved spiritual energy that um, I, I know it to, to impact the world in an amazing way that's way outside of the physical. Um, it really can bring divine energy to inspire and create from. And so, anyways, there we go. <laughs> it's been one of those days today, and that was not the message I expected to have come up today, but it's there, and for some reason, that's the information we needed today. So moving on here, a little thought for us to start to delve into today's topic and where we're headed today in our conversation with our guest today. Have you paid attention to the energy of things around you? And have you ever wondered what is behind the vibration that something in the universe carries? Have you ever thought to yourself, how can I align to that frequency? And it's no secret that everything in the universe operates by frequencies, a sort of wave of energy, you might say. And oftentimes, there is an attunement to one or more number codes. I would say multiple number codes, since there are multiple systems or ways of looking at codes that explain frequencies. Now, take a moment and imagine quantum-type principles and connecting with a certain frequency, you could shift thoughts, feelings, emotions, and physical aspects within yourself. Imagine, if you will, being able to work with the vibration of the heart, saying a series of numbers, and then being able to be infused with the energy of a plant or crystal. Now, this is really a whole new realm of healing, and yet based on some foundational aspects that we have had for quite some time. Yes, I am saying that you can actually align with something and receive its benefits without even holding or ingesting it. And when we think of it, Reiki or quantum healing works in similar fashion. This principle of infusing the body through mind and vibration is oftentimes the foundational concept behind Rectarian living. With the raising of consciousness, 
more and more of our functioning in the world is shifting to consciously using vibrational energy with a variety of things in our life. Now, Anahata is one person that works strongly with codes and frequencies, providing people with limitless possibilities for removing their challenges, healing on multiple levels, and raising their own vibrational energy fields. Her work is heart-centered and easy to implement at any point within Wednesday within a matter of a minute or two. And she has learned that we can use the codes of something frequency, be it a plant, gemstone, animal, whatever, to create a shift or healing in our own vibrational field. And while I have a different way of working with code energy, I'm always interested in exploring vibrational aspects. It is something that I see will be rapidly growing because the more the physical world is brought into distortions and destroyed through greed and judgment, we will have to find ways to implement so-called pure options. And in times where we find tainted air, water, earth, and heavy chemicals, then it is pure source energy that will be what will allow a healthier life. Now, I realize that there will be those that don't believe that energy can really take care of our bodies or sustain us, and that's okay. In my explorations and studies, I have learned that all is simply energy. I also know the power of the mind. And while the physical world is full of illusions, vibrational energy is not. It holds a consistent pattern of flow, and it is not swayed by things happening in the world. And it is what it is. Until its code changes or it shines brilliantly in its vibration. So it is what it is. (laughs) What vibrations have you experienced along the way? And have you ever tuned into a frequency and then found yourself aligning with? Have you ever held the thought of something and allowed the energy of that thought to truly flow through you? Like thinking of the energy of a rose or a crystal. Pretty interesting to think about. And I'm going to leave you with that kind of pondering for a moment there. And I'm going to give you this week's code energy from my code energy um, interpretation. And uh, this also gets posted on my page of the Main Street Universe tab of uh, my website, Jesse Ann Nichols George, by the way. And also Yehuda's message is posted on there. So you can go back and reflect on these during the week because I like to do that. I like to go back and go, okay, where was the energy at? Especially when I have a day like today where we've been dealing with the eclipses and the new moon and everybody's trying to comment at the day. It's a little weird today. (laughs) Some strange things are happening today. So it's always good to go back and reflect during those times and grab what the insights are so that we can reflect maybe a little deeper of what's happening for us in the midst of all of that. Now, the code energy for this week is about being conscious of the circles you are weaving in and out of. And it is great to be adaptable to a wide range of people and settings and situations. However, it is also important to realize that there can also be danger in pretending to be something that you are not. And are you just fitting, splitting, by the way, from group to group because you think you are smarter than everyone and that one group won't realize you are also hanging out with those in opposition to them? Or are you genuinely expanding your interests 
and have a true interest in a variety of different things. And this is a time where you can do well, for example, in sales, transitioning from one place to another, or moving things around to create a new field. We are given the opportunity right now to learn a great deal during this time if we are willing to observe and not get too heavily involved. It will also be to your benefit right now to step into your innocence, okay, and be with others without judgment, analyzing or finding fault. So focus on what you can learn from them and stay light-mannered and easygoing when around others this upcoming week and through, throughout the weekend in particular, I think this energy will be very strong. So don't let any desires to outsmart others leave you outsmarted. I'm going to take a short break, and when we return, I'm going to have Anahata with us. She's going to be sharing her work with Anahata Codes and Frequencies. And I've got two songs for you today during our break. The first one will be called Hidden Pain. The second one is called There is an Ache. They're both by Claire Hedin. And you can check out Claire's work on her website, www.clairehedin.com, which is C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Love filled with aching 
My name is Jessie Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess today. You were just listening to two songs there by Claire Hedin during our break, and the first one was called Hidden Pain. The second was called There is an Ache, and you can check out more of Claire's work through her website again at www.clairehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And I'm really excited today because the guest I have on today is somebody who was on my show when I was doing Code Connection, and it was about a year ago, I believe it was, and, um, you know, just a beautiful person. And, and I had a chance to actually connect with her um, in person. It might have been longer than that. I, I lose track of time these days. But I had a wonderful opportunity of connecting with her last year, and um, it was very, very exciting. But this uh, today I've got with me Anahata, and Anahata is a certified emotion code practitioner and the channel for Anahata Codes. Anahata Codes are assisting frequencies for holistic health and ascension support and are available for free on her website, www.anahatacodes.com. That's A-N-A-H-A-T-A-C-O-D-E-S.com. And she received this divine download from Creator and is on her soul path to anchoring more light into this world. And she teaches online Anahata mystery co- mastery courses, excuse me, gives free webinars and seminars, and is a radio host on Olin Talk Radio. She also facilitates one-on-one healing using a variety of energy healing techniques, including the emotion code, Anahata code, regeneration healing, blueprint activation, and vibrational recipes. 
And Anahara is Sanskrit for unstruck, and she aspires to help people return to their inner resonance of love, joy, and compassion. And like I say, you know, I have to say, I got a chance to meet her in person about a just under a year ago, um, or right about a year ago, and I I can vouch she is such a beautiful soul. And you know, when when you hear of us talking about her radiating this energy, she does. She has this joy and this enthusiasm with life, and it's really really exciting to see it. So Anahata, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jesse. Yes, didn't we have a blast? We were having, we had a fun day. It was super <laughs> fun to meet you in person and meet your little kitty. And uh, boy, um, those, that's I cannot believe it's been a year already, and so much has happened so quickly. Um, and it's exciting for you too. I know a lot has been going on. So congratulations with the the new book and all of the wonderful things going on and thanks for having me on the show again yes and it was it's amazing what's happened in that year here time and it was an incredible day because i remember it was in april that i came Mm -hmm. through there and um i believe it was april Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't remember if it was march or april and i just remember it had been really warm and then one of the nights I was there, it snowed, <laughs> and it was like yep. 20 degrees. It was yeah. a crazy snowstorm out of the blue right before we met that day. But we had a blast. Yeah. It was raining and snowing, and it was it was just a blast to hang out. But I would love for you um, to share a little bit about how this unfolded for you, because the last time we had you on the show, you were doing – acupuncture type work through um, crystals and doing the healing jewels, which is really, really cool as well. And now you've brought in all of this other work. So I'm going to let you share how this work started downloading for you, how it came about, and and what got you into this point. Yeah. So... I'm actually not even sure if the last time we spoke in person, well, the only time, uh, I don't know if I had had my divine download yet. And so it's interesting to me that time frame was a very pivotal time um, last April. And so I don't know if I had had my, my big revelation yet. But just to get you up to speed and all the listeners, um, I had been going through some major trauma myself, uh, losing my job and not able to find uh, work at the, um, you know, salary I, I commanded because I did not have my master's degree and I had a young child and I'm trying to uh, continue on as everyone does, but I knew there was something pulling me and calling me to a higher place of being. And I had, as you said, been working um, just with passion on the side, uh, working with crystals. And, um, you know, it was not my day job at all. And it was just something that um, intrigued me. And as I began to work with them, I found that crystals have, you know, innate healing capabilities. And, of course, there's been volumes and volumes of information written about that. And I think uh, the first time I was on your show, we focused in on crystals. And so I did have this deep love of crystals. And then in in my crisis, um, I actually 
realized that it was now or never, and what I mean by crisis is being laid off from my, um, you know, corporate job of eight years and not knowing really what I was going to do um, and knowing deep in my soul that it was time. This was it. This was the time for me to do what God put me here to do and what I agreed to come here and do. And so I began to pray about it a lot. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, um, it was it was a deep, concerted um, prayer. But the, the point is, I really, it was the first time in my life, and it was right around when we met last year, that I literally, and you know what, I think I may still have been working. I'm not sure. I, I got laid off in February, and, and then my download happened sometime around April. Uh, anyway, so I surrendered to God um, and the universe, and it was the first time when I truly had no agenda. I was just going with the flow completely. And so I said, okay, you know, I would like you, you to tell me what it is I'm supposed to be here doing, what is um, going to be for highest good of everyone. And I've always had that space in my heart, um, and I knew that I, whatever I did in the world was going to be profound. And so, you know, originally I thought it was working with wind power and climate change and all this, and that's what I was doing. But um, this healing side of me, this, this side of me that's always wanted to help people release and get through their issues, um, and I wasn't an energy healer at all, um, you know, just a regular everyday person with a love for um, the unseen and a strong faith in God. And so I began praying, what is it you want me to do? What is it you need me to do? And I could feel, Jesse, I could feel the energy around me for about a week, knowing that this information was about to be revealed to me. It was the strangest feeling. Everywhere I went, it was almost like someone was going to jump out and be like, surprise. (laughs) I mean, it was this crazy anticipation. And I was like, "Uh, what is going to happen? I kept thinking, you know, something huge, I mean, huge is about to happen. I think I bought a few lottery tickets. I didn't know what was going to go on, but I knew something was about to go down. And so uh, one night I I was kind of um, almost getting tired of it because I thought, well, what, you know, when is this going to happen? And I turned off the light and I remember saying out loud, God, just tell me what you want to tell me. You know, I, I need to know what is it you want to tell me. And as soon as my head hit the pillow, I got all the information at once, and I have spent the last year sorting through how this could be possible, and the information that was given to me was that we have access to all things, everything, because we are one, and we are connected to all things, Um, and it's not, you don't, like you said, you don't need the physical thing to have the ability to harness the intelligence or the vibration of that thing. Because if you think about it, you know, matter, any, everything we perceive of is only, you know, 0.00001%, and the rest is empty space. And that empty space is energy. That empty space is what connects what, all of us together. There is no... Um, you can't reach out and touch a table. It's just your perception of the feeling of, oh, I'm touching this table. Um, Touch and sound and taste and smell, they're all just ways to interpret vibration. And so I was told through this divine download that, in fact, you don't need the physical thing whatsoever to be able to harness the innate intelligence of 
crystals is that I had been praying about because, um, as you know, I have a great love of crystals, and I was working with them um, with the Healing Jewels Project and still am. And so, um, but I knew there was a, there had to be a different way to connect with them without having to have the physical crystal in your hand. And so this is what I had been praying about, and suddenly I received this download. Well, the download um, – and at first I was like, well, how are, you know, how are we going to be able to um, access these frequencies or vibrations? Um, I get that we're all connected to one another. It makes sense to me. Uh, but how? How is that going to happen? And, and at one point I thought, oh, there's going to be a machine, right, you know, like the Rice machines or something. Uh, and so I started researching that. And lo and behold, um, as my divine journey has unfolded, and you would not believe around every corner there is such profound truth and peace and harmony and orchestration beyond anything uh, a human brain could even conceive of um, and I get the answers um, in divine timing and when I, you know, have enough energy to understand them. So it's, it's, a, it's been a wild, wild ride. And what I've learned over the 12 months or so since this download is that we don't need a machine. We are the machine, but we aren't a machine. We're, you know, of course, way more di- dynamic than that. Um, but nevertheless, we have the ability, because we are connected to everything, to harness the innate healing um, qualities or any beneficial quality of love um, for highest good through what I'm calling Anahata codes. And as you said, it is very, very simple. Um, the method to install it involves the heart chakra. And I'll you know, let you go ahead and ask more questions as you see fit, but um, in a nutshell, I received a divine download, and I have been working diligently, passionately, and, um, you know, channeling these codes, which are numeric sequences, and uh, they basically allow your energy layers to harness whatever it is you're trying to harness through the use of the code in your heart chakra. And so you you aren't... Um, installing a crystal or you aren't installing, you know, there's 14 categories now and growing, Um, you know, you're not uh, installing a tree vibration. What you're doing is you're installing the code which describes the intelligence of what that tree can do for you in a way that your energy layers know what to do with it. So you can picture kind of like uh, DNA that tells, you know, each cell and things what to do and, and, you know, your gene expression turns things on and off and it tells your body how to work and everything has its own mission and everything is programmed for homeostasis, which is, you know, the way we were made. Thank the Lord. And uh, so our bodies already know what to do. Sometimes we just can't access the information. And so Anahata codes are a way for your body to go ahead and tell you what you need to balance, and you just deliver that code via the sequence, and you um, add it to your heart chakra, and it gets circulated around, and your body uses the intelligence of that code to access uh, the equivalent of the vibration you are seeking. Um, so it, it is a limitless technology, um, and it's actually not the first um, it is definitely unique. I don't know of anyone doing this um, at all, but people do work with codes and numbers and things like that and frequencies and vibration, of course. Um, but uh, one of my gurus, which is Deepak Chopra, 
he explains this type of work as a biological transformation. So this is a self-regulated biological transformation. And so things like this are popping up all over because we are such, such powerful beings of light. Um, and everything we are in this world is um, energy. And we are interpreting that energy through our senses, but it's not the only way to interpret vibration. Um, we don't have to use our senses. There are other ways to harness, um, you know, the sixth sense is, is intuition. Um, and I believe also with the heart chakra, that's, that is the source point. It is the point which entangles us with creator and entangles us with every other molecule um, on the earth as well as all the empty space. And so this fabric of the universe, if you will, allows us to harness um, the the innate healing qualities of anything we need. And so literally this is what I was told and I thought, well, I got to figure out how that works because <laughs> how could that be true? And I'm very, very scientific minded. And so for the last uh, 12 months I have been on a mission to uncover. And the more that I uncover, the more truth I um, am exposed to. And I, I see how the Anahatikos affects my clients, myself, um, you know, my loved ones. And it's nothing short of miraculous, and I cannot wait for everyone to get their hands on Anahatikos and use them to raise the collective vibration of the planet. It's happening very, very quickly, Jesse. I've already got um, seven um, beautiful souls who are getting certified in Anahatikos, um, and I do want to mention right away that these are available to everyone for free. Just go to www.anahatacodes.com. There's a guide and um, the spreadsheet of all the hundreds of codes. There are more and more coming each day uh, based on need. So if you find you need something and it's not there, I just go ahead and channel it. And um, it's, you know, extraordinary the, the, the way people's lives are, are changing and, of course, mine. Um, and just blessing after blessing when we realize that we are one and that we can connect back to and through our source point to um, God and everyone and get the healing we need because we already are really perfect and whole and healed and healthy. It's really just all this other disruptive information and, and um, namely fear uh, and all of the facets of fear which are preventing us from realizing the truth. And um, that veil is being lifted quickly and on a hot to code. So, um, you know, so quickly when you use them, they are definitely a mechanism for ascension support. Um, and they can help you as we're all rising um, out of the muck and into the um, clarity and the truth, uh, which is becoming more and more apparent every day. So sorry that was such a long um you know, run on thought, but there you go. That's that's basically what I've been up to for the last twelve months. Well and and that's very cool because I remember when I connected with you in person, this was just unfolding. Um it was just starting, you were just getting the first visions of all of this and you just unfolded maybe you were just tipping into one little piece, you know, with the crystal mm -hmm. Um, gemstone area. I remember that. And of course, I've been watching it grow and grow and grow <laughs> like crazy over yeah. the last uh, year. And um, I had the pleasure of taking um, your 21 day transformative journey um, 
through you, which was so easy to do. I, you know, you really mm-hmm. presented that in a, a great, great format for people to use on a day-to-day basis for that 21-day period and and um, not be time-consuming and not have to mm-hmm. stop and do all kinds of, you know, things to prepare yourself and everything else. You, you can kind of yeah. do it very, very quickly, just literally in a matter of minutes, um, which was wonderful, I thought. And so you, you really have had this journey, you know, kind of um, we've had some similar things come down of, um, both of us were downloading codes <laughs> in a different yep. way at the same time. And it's like, I know I'm onto this. And you're going, I know I'm onto this. And we're both going, <laughs> I can feel it. It's happening. And I think that was part yeah. of the excitement of being with you at that time was because we were both in this huge transition of things happening mm-hmm. uh, that that year and both had hit some big challenges prior to meeting and then the doors just boom and these crazy interesting wonderful directions uh yes with it so share with people a little bit more what anahata is um you, oh gosh got just one of a where thousand the from but, Yeah, it's it's so funny. It's like um, you get these little, when you're open and there's no resistance and you are um, asking for information for highest good of all, you get these seemingly random coincidences uh, that actually are divine intervention. And it's so funny because it'll be like random, 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 and then one piece of information will fall into place, and suddenly you're looking at a masterpiece that is already there. You're like, whoa, how did that happen? And that is exactly how Anahata codes the name um, came to be. Uh, it is so miraculous on so many levels. I will try and articulate some of it, um, but... You know, I had um, trained to be an emotion code practitioner um, through my when I was uh, in my turmoil of what am I going to do with my life and all of that and began praying and and all of that. Um, I was given uh, guidance to read a book called The Emotion Code. And in it, it talks about how you can uh, easily locate and remove the malignant energies that are emotional, that are trapped in your energy body. And they can become trapped either through suppression is you're not going to feel something, you know, you're suppressing the feelings um, that you're having uh, when they're negative because you just don't want to feel them. And so you suppress them down. And this is, you know, what's known as emotional baggage, really. Um, But the same thing goes for traumatic events. And so kind of just stuff them down. We don't let them, um, you know, have their, their due course. And so they become trapped. Well, when I'm reading this book, I, I'm thinking, well, yeah, this is the way it is. Uh, I just have never, I just knew it was the way it was. It was more like a remembering versus a learning. And so it just was very natural for me to embrace. Um, and of course the method that he uses to um, release these energies, Dr. Bradley Nelson. Um, and I encourage everyone to read the book. It's a self-help tool as well. It's a self-help uh, bio-regulation, you know, just like on a hot codes, um, in that you can, through intention, locate the dis- disruptions and take care of them. And so I became an emotion code practitioner um, because I was witnessing what was happening with, with me. And so in doing so, 
um, you know, in terms of healing. It was just miraculous. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, maybe this is it. Maybe this is what God wants me to do. And so when I prayed, of course, I got introduced to this gal who owns a wellness center right here uh, near me in Colorado. And before I had even, you know, said I wanted to get certified out loud, uh, she said, well, if you get certified, you can come here and and practice and I thought okay that's a sign (laughs) so of course I got certified and was um, doing that and so through that process I needed to create a logo for myself and so um, I was guided to create this um, the the icon that you see if you go to uh, anahatacoast.com and so that was one of many 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 elements that added up to anahata Uh, at the time you know I was just calling it Holly Hollowell Healing or something like that. That's my name, Holly Hollowell. Um, And thanks in part to you, Jesse, I did not legally change my name. I cannot tell you guys, listeners, um, the value. uh, Boy, if you're ever considering analyzing your name and the vibration of your name and what it brings to you and your life path, please ask Jesse um, and do this with her because she shed some profound insight on my life path to the T and gave me some um, invaluable knowledge about how I needed to keep the vibration of Holly Hollowell, even though I am going to be going by Anahata and all this stuff. But anyway, that's a little, getting a little off track, but definitely check that out, guys. Um, it's extraordinary, really. Um, and she really, I believe, uh, single-handedly saved me from making a huge mistake on a soul level um, that would have uh, been, you know, catastrophic. So anyway, um, but back to how Anahata came I um, had designed this logo, and uh, I was expanding into, you know, my calling. And then, of course, I had the download. And after I received the download, I knew that the name needed to be something significant vibrationally. I knew that it had to be something sacred, something um, as close to vibrational perfection as possible because you're going to be saying this word And so I turned to Sanskrit because Sanskrit is already known for its ability to articulate vibrationally through sound the words. Um, And, you know, all of the chakras are actually named um, after Sanskrit words. And so I was not even going in the chakra direction at all. And I I just went to a um, uh, Sanskrit dictionary online after praying and, and setting my space and intention. And I just Googled um, vibration, or I I didn't Google. I I was in the Sanskrit dictionary, and I did Control-F, right, to find any Sanskrit word that included the the word vibration. And so I typed in vibration, and there were three or four. I can't remember. But it was the first one, because it's A, that came up. And I swear, when I read the word anahata, it was like, all these memories that hadn't even happened yet occurred. It was a very, it was a very, very strange feeling, but I knew absolutely without a doubt that that was the word. And when I read it overcome with joy and disbelief, and I, I mean, I literally was crying. I couldn't believe it was so perfect. And it was, it was saying that anahata is Sanskrit for unstruck. And it's the internal inner um. It is the vibration of the heart. It is the vibration of the earth. It is um, our reality, where we are in this, you know, 528 hertz. And so um, it is compassion, joy, love. Uh, and, it, and the most important part is it's, it's unstruck. 
it's not the nothing is um forcing it it is internal eternal and it is kind of the chicken before the egg and so um nothing influences it it is and it is always and so this overwhelming sense of clarity came upon me and when i um looked into what anahata was in more detail of course there were so many more layers to it and how it perfectly articulated vibrationally through sound what I was embracing and how people can um, harness this intelligence of everything, of vibration itself uh, and using your own body, which is vibration. And so um, the the big um, breakthrough was that when I Googled Anahata just image wise to see what, it, what, you know, what images came up, it's the 12 petaled Lotus and it is the heart chakra and it is, almost exactly the logo I had already designed. And so it was freaking me out on many levels that this would all come together. And like I said, it was one last piece of the puzzle that, that I was like, oh, that's it, you know. And so, you know, I have been guided to call it Anahata Codes. And um, I can't think of a better name for it. Um, it is everything that I that I hope people can get out of it. Um, the heart chakra is the gateway uh, in terms of chakras, uh, to the upper chakras and uh, the lower. So it's the middle point. It's the balance point. It is the um, gateway between the spiritual and the physical. And so is your heart. It is the, um, you know, in terms of your electromagnetic energy field, this torus that encompasses your entire body, you have one around your heart as well. And this is your uh, self-perpetuating um uh, self-regulating energetic uh, flow and, and and the heart chakra is right there in the middle and in fact I did have a second very profound um, uh, this was a vision and I actually heard at the end an audible voice uh, telling me about it um, but this has just all been more and more confirmation as to the source point which is in the center of your heart chakra and that this is the key. And I was actually told uh, by God verbatim to heal the world, go to the source point. And the source point is, in fact, the heart chakra. And so Anahata is um, all of it in one word. <laughs> so it's really <laughs> kind of perfect. So there you go. It's um, It's so exciting, you know, when – we look at all these, and I should say thank you, first of all, <laughs> for the glowing on-air testimony. <laughs> that oh, you gave. of course. It's, um, you know, I like I said, I've been able to be a, a little part of this journey for you and to see it unfold. And what is, is very interesting to give people an idea from my code interpretation uh aspect with Anahata codes is that Anahata codes out to being able to receive assistance um, from higher energy or um, if it's an earthly realm thing from um, people in positions of power or ability to help. And um, when we talk about the spiritual, that help then is help from divine or God energy. And codes 
comes out as energy that is beyond this world. It's energy that's in this world but not of this world. And when we bring this together, it is receiving energy in this world that is not of this world. Um, and, and when it comes all together in all of the pieces, what we find is that Anahara codes, codes out in code interpretation to being fortunate with friendship and love and um, being able to be in a space of um, happiness and, and being able to get along with what might be a polar opposite balancing of energies and partnerships of all kinds. So um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful flow of energy that comes through with this. And, you know, I love the way that you proceed with the codes and how you have somebody working with them because you have them with, you know, their hand on their heart and being open and receptive and all of this really fits into the coding of Anahata codes. Um, so maybe you can give people uh, a little bit of an idea, Holly, what they go through when, you know, or how some, how some of these frequencies work. You mentioned the power of one, basically, when you were talking, that interrelatedness of all things going on. Mm-hmm. So how how does that transmission actually go down? How, you know, to a lot of people, they're thinking, come on, you know, <laughs> Well, you're going to tell me I'm going to say a series of numbers and that's going to change everything in my DNA because because of this one connection thing? Yes, yes, and the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is. It's, um, it's really exciting because there is so much science evolving right now and literally science is catching up to understand how this could actually be so. And while no one actually has these codes except for me, um, and again, I feel so blessed every day to be the one that has been given this knowledge, I have no doubt that others will follow suit and that will be the highest compliment to me. Um, But, you know, the more I research and dive into science and how we are entangled with one another and how we are one with each other, Um, It only goes to support this philosophy that there is, um, that we are connected to all things. And this is how you can explain, you know, distance healing and how possibly could someone heal someone at a distance. Um, It's because we are all one and we are connected. And I do believe the connection point is actually um, everywhere at once and nowhere at all. But but in terms of our physicality, it is within the the heart chakra. And so I was told through a profound vision um, to heal the world, go to the source point. And I said, well, what's the source point? And I heard um, God say, um, look to the cross. And so to me, of course, that meant Jesus. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, for all of you who don't believe in him, that's okay. I'm, he, does, he still believes in you. <laughs> and anyway, um, I'm very, very um, 
solid in my faith. And uh, so, of course, I started looking to the cross. I'm like, well, what is this point? Uh, and, you know, it's so funny. It all unfolded in divine timing as well with the whole sacred geometry and the Vitruvian man. And it gets into a lot of um, – I actually got called uh, the other week couple weeks ago I got hashtagged um, for the first time and I was like what but it was a really cool one it was hashtag um, cool geek or cool nerd or something like that Um, because I do really geek out with the how can this be and what I found is um, you know I'm not the only one seeing all of this Um, you know there is an entire institute called the heart math institute and some very very smart, intelligent people, and what they're doing is they are trying to understand the body and how it regulates homeostasis, and what they're coming to find is that when your heart is in coherence, um, and that means just in the flow and there's no disruption and there's no erratic uh, energy, that your whole body um, flows in, and this is, you know, what everyone seeks to do with all sorts of um, Eastern, you know, medicine, and uh, it's harnessing the high vibration. It's finding the the balance. It's 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 um, you know, accessing uh, the wisdom of nature. And so, this source point that's within your heart chakra, uh, it's kind of your navigational cue, but also your access to all and all things. And so, I was guided through the process of prayer and meditation. Um, that, you know, to, to install these codes, you just put your left palm up and your right hand on your heart chakra, and the energy flows in your left hand and around to your right, and, and so you're guiding it into your heart chakra. Once it's there, it gets circulated in a toroidal fashion, and if you just Google uh, heart torus, T-O-R-U-S, um, uh, anyway, you can do research um, on this phenomenon, but they have found, you know, that the high vibrations of love um, cause heart coherence, which is your ability to process um, stress effortlessly. Things don't bother you. You're in an elevated sense. And the opposite is, of course, when you embrace fear-based uh, thoughts, um, actions, emotions, and things like that. It's very disruptive. And, you know, drama innately is disruptive. And these are low vibrations which um, distract us from our true essence of perfection. And so these codes um, allow you to basically um, provide that information to your heart chakra, which knows what to do with it. It circulates it around your energy field effortlessly. And it's kind of like giving them, giving your body uh, the answers. It's like, here you go. You, you want to know how to get rid of, you know, the pain in your shoulder? Well, this code, which is an essential oil, happens to know based on, you know, the innate uh, goodness of this essential oil, you know, it's known for pain relief and all this other stuff. Well, you can actually tell your body that information via the code, and it will circulate it in a way where it will just go, oh, yep, that's the information I need, and it then uses that vibration to balance because that's what it's programmed to do. Um, so really, you know, everything that I'm doing with Anahati Codes is all about getting people to get in touch with their true self through the assisting frequencies that are going to support you in dropping your fear-based vibrations and returning to your source point, which is, um, again, what entangles you with all and connects you and is your highest self, um, this is, you know, we were all, we are all beings of love and light, and this is why when things aren't of love and light, they don't 
feel good. We're not vibrating. We're not resonating with them, and we want to to get away from them as soon as possible. And so Anahatikos allow you to do this um, from a logistical type of uh, processing. Um, I have been guided to articulate the seven tools of restoration. So again, you're returning to your source point is the whole point of it all. And in fact, I'm going to be launching um, over the last week, I've received guidance to launch a uh, comprehensive um, and never-ending, in my mind, program where I'm going to be interviewing people and, and, and their show is going to be called um, Get to the Source Point. So, you know, instead of like get to the point, <laughs> it's get to the source point and we're going to do that through all sorts of ways. And of course, Jesse, I'm going to have you on and we're going to explore all these angles of how do we get back to our true selves and how do we allow our bodies to return to their innate perfection and all the glorious tools, mental tools, physical tools, emotional tools, spiritual tools that we can do to return back to our, um, to our goodness. And uh, so what I have found, though, is there are seven tools of restoration that kind of facilitate that return, uh, and that's why it's called restoration, because it's already there. You just have to get rid of the other gut. And so um, the Anahatikas help you do that through reflection, through release, through re- rewiring, through reuniting, through, through replenishing, resonating and rejoicing. And so it's funny that all of these are our E-words, um, and that just came to be, um, but there are seven of them. And so um, they are, you know, the keys, I believe, and then they are the tools, really, to allow these Anahata codes to really work. And each of these codes, as you experience, have profound insights that you, um, when you really dive into what they can do, you understand why your body asks for them. And so that is the first step of the process. You ask, you ask what your body needs, and you can do this through muscle testing uh, or just through research. It depends on where you are on your spiritual path. If you're not sure how to muscle test, you know, but you but you have pain in your hip, you can just look up, you know, crystals which are good for your hip, or uh, you know, essential oils, or any of the 14 categories. And once you find one, you just go find the code. And um, as you said, very simple, put up your left palm, right hand on your heart chakra, repeat the code, and then your body has access to the innate intelligence found within that as articulated through this code that is given to me. And But it goes way beyond just going, oh, I need that, let's install it, because there is this process when you look into what it is you are adding. There are so many ahas you would not believe with um, the way you are able to reflect on why you need it, um, the way you are able to release and let go of the things that have potentially manifested the problem in the first place, um, your ability to form new love-based reactions to avoid recreating that same reality that you're trying to release is apparent, and that is through the rewiring process. Um, You can then get closer and closer to reuniting uh, and that step, you know, reuniting, if you do that, you're done. Um, (laughs) You you just uh, transcend instantaneously because when you realize that everyone is one and that you are connected, um, you can't help but be filled with the highest vibrations of gratitude and love and uh, compassion. And I know you're a big compassion gal, um, in fact, and, you know, loved your, loved your, your books, but, um, you know, so reuniting is definitely one of the tools. And then we have replenish, 
which is essential. And people, you know, often don't really think about, um, you know, when you're releasing energy, what, how is it getting replaced? Um, and you do need to replenish. You do need to fill up those energy reservoirs to be able to activate your healing. Um, and, you know, activation is a key component of self-healing. And, in fact, every Western medicine uh, is all about activating these healing responses, but they're all just healing responses. So, you know, it, it, it's pretty fun in my mind to think of all the people that say, well, the body can't heal itself, when in fact that's the only thing that does heal your body is itself. Uh, and all, like I said, all of the Western medicine, they have pills that mimic, that mimic nature in that it's, it's initiating a response so that your body can do what? Heal itself. Um, Every single thing that exists, uh, you know, modern science and, and, you know, medical practices are to initiate a healing response for your body. And so, anyway, replenishing is just a way to build up that reservoir to be able to activate these healing responses. And then, um, you know, one of the most important parts is resonating or aligning with those frequencies so that you can surround yourself with them and they become second nature to you and, and they're there for you. Um, we do this already every day, but we choose, you know, kind of icky ones usually, you know, oh, I'm going to be you know, anxious about this or I'm going to be concerned about that or I'm going to, uh, you know, I've learned through, you know, false beliefs or societal norms or just epigenetics that, you know, this type of scenario um, is going to be this way, you know, and all of our rigidity, um, rigidity uh, towards how our body is going to respond. So um, resonating with, you know, elevating ourselves out of those fear-based responses and into love-based ones by surrounding ourselves with high vibrations is critical. And then the last step is rejoicing. And I know all this sounds really complicated, but rejoicing is simple. It's just giving thanks for what is before it has even happened, um, knowing and trusting and, uh, you know, the gratitude cycle, um, you know, completes it all. And when you have that genuine sense of gratitude for your well-being and the restoration that's occurring, you want to suddenly go out and give it to all and you just reunite more. And so, yeah, the the Anahata, the Anahata codes are just a way for you to uh, embrace and utilize those seven tools of restoration uh, in order for you to broadcast from your source point and uh, return to your perfection. It, it's really, really interesting to hear you talk about this <laughs> because I think this is one of those things that people have probably many times thought to themselves, man, if I could just get the benefits of that, without, you know, having to actually take a pill or having to do all of these things, um, wouldn't that be amazing? And and here you are having created a way for people to access these things. And it, it brings me to a point because you talked about, you know, Western medicine and all these things. They're always saying the body can't regenerate itself. Well, I'm living proof that it can. Um you know, I've regrown a gallbladder in my <laughs> life. A friend of mine <laughs> regrown tonsils. I mean, the body's regenerating constantly um, yeah. in life already. Yeah, isn't it like four you know, years? Perfect. Every four years, we're totally a different person, including our bones. 
I mean, it is, uh, I can't remember exactly the length of time, but it's amazing how we are literally an entirely new person every, you know, four or five years or seven years maybe it is. And and it is an interesting thing to think about. And, and so people wonder, well, if that's true, why do we have these progressive diseases or things like that? And, of course, it's, you know, it's regenerating based on the point you're in, your mindset, your mm-hmm. heart energy, mm-hmm. you know, your thoughts, your feelings, all these things come into play, which is why, you know, if you step into that space and you keep holding that space over a period of time, your body will transform accordingly to that that new loving energy. Um, yep. But your your codes, of course, have a very immediate effect, and it it brings me to a question that a lot of people may have out there. When you work with tinctures, when you work with herbs, when you work with vitamins and nutrients and supplements and things like this, you know, you put it in your body, and it's really hard for people to find the right balance. Now, I know that's one of the things I work with with people is nutrition, helping them find foods that are coded to them and and the right quantities and things like that. But there is a fine balance because, you know, one day you could be able to take, you know, six capsules of something and the next day your body might only take two and the next day it needs eight or things like this. Mm-hmm. So, can you explain a little bit more about, you know, can, can somebody through anahotic codes get too much of a plant vibration? Are they still going to go through uh, things like detox symptoms and things like that with mm-hmm. anahotic codes? Yeah, so it's very interesting, and it is the cornerstone of why anahotic codes are like nothing else. Um, and that is that there is no force whatsoever. And by force, I just mean um, cause and effect. So, you know, you pop a pill for blood pressure, it is forcing a chemical reaction of your body consistently, which leads to your inability to um, have a dynamic gene activation. Um, And we're built that way because we need to be able to turn on and off um, and self-regulate within a matter of um, seconds. And so when we overwhelm our body with force, uh, there becomes a certain point where um, our bodies aren't able to uh, cope with that type of uh, instruction. And it's the same sort of with vitamins you reach a certain point and your body is done absorbing them they are you know they just are flushed out because your body says okay i got enough um and so with anahata codes it is the most extraordinarily dynamic flowing precisely orchestrated to your needs in any given moment um, because just information it is vibrational information your body needs to balance and so it's going to do its job if you provide it um you know uh let's talk um let's be specific here oh gosh i don't know um a flower essence for worry um and i don't even know you know again the beauty is i don't need to know anything about all of these um your body knows and so again you can do research or you can just um, do muscle testing is what what I do, and um, again, you know, if your body asks 
Vore, uh, an assisting frequency that is a flower essence for worry, um, you can go, oh, yeah, I know I need that. Um, you can install it, and it's going to be in a, a perfect balance with what you need in any given moment. So there is no way to overdose or for, it's not forcing anything. It's just saying, here's the correction you need in terms of intelligence. Go ahead and use it as you will, and your body knows exactly what to do with the information. Uh, and so you could install 20 codes in one day, and you're not going to have the same processing effects that you get from other modalities because your body's only going to do what it needs to do to find balance. Um, that doesn't mean you're not going to have any processing effects. Uh, there is a detoxing um, similarity. Many people have said, oh, my goodness, you know, this has hit me like a ton of bricks or whatever. Um, but all in the way your body needs it, when it needs it, and you're functioning. You're not, you know, like laying in bed for a week or anything. It's, you know, maybe you have, let's say, a slight headache for a half hour or um, whatever it is. And the cool part about that is if you do have any uh, processing symptoms or any um, level of discomfort as you're going through whatever you're working through, you can ask, which code can I use? You know, which assisting frequency would be good for this processing effect? And you can install another one, and it will take care of it instantaneously. Um, and, you know, like I said, the processing isn't always there, but sometimes it is, um, and it's, it is much like a, a detox, if you will, um, those types of, um, uh, I don't want to say symptoms, because they really aren't symptoms, they are release. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there, there can be, but, you know, this is dynamic. This is like um, no two people will use the same code the same way because no two people have a need for it in the same way. So hopefully that helps to, you know, define how that happens. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, dynamic. That's the best way I can describe it, and it's executed perfectly through your heart chakra, and your, your body already knows what to do with it, so. It's it's one of those things that I think I could relate it in some ways to when you get information that you finally accept on that deeper level. And on one hand, you have you can have this relief going on and you're excited like, okay, I'm breaking through this, but then you still have some processing to do or you still have... Um, you know, some emotions that come up in making that transition, even though you're excited about the transition and the transition that's happening. In some ways, I think the codes are kind of like that. So you're, mm-hmm. You know, your body accepts it, and it's like, yes, 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 now we're going to make this change. But because you're in a physical body, there can still sometimes be, <laughs> you know, a little shifting that's going to go on. But I have to say my experience with the Anahata Code is um, it's very gentle. You know, as you were mentioning, Holly, it's, it's, it's not like this just big pounding thing lay you out for days or, <laughs> right. you know, type of thing that you can get when your body starts to detox things or, you know, or it's not like some big emotional thing that all of a sudden you're, you know, bipolar <laughs> because you're detoxing emotions. Uh, as she mentioned, it's a very balanced thing. And, and I think that 
is the great thing about the thought or the mind energy and aligning Mm -hmm. in this way is because with this type of work, you you literally won't allow yourself to have more than you can handle. Um, Exactly. Some people don't even activate a code. You know, um, they'll be given it and they're like, well, nothing happened. And that's because they're either not in the place to accept that um, their body's not activating it. Um, it's beyond, you know, their processing for right now. And it's all for a reason, and it's very divinely woven. Um, but I do like how you just described uh, your body. You know, um, I like to, going through processing, um, I like to think of it almost like uh, water. You know, you're going down, let's say you're going down uh, river and uh, or uphill, wherever, um, in fact, that might be better to, to to think about your your being guided up a river, and yet all most of your vibrations are still going the other direction. So there is that little friction. There's that little um, undertow or current of change uh, where your body's going. Wait, are you sure you're you're vibrationally aligning with this right now? Um, and of course, yes, 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 yes. You're trying to seek balance. But that doesn't mean the other things that were there aren't still pulling on you in some way. And so, you know, these can be manifested as uh, processing or detoxing effects as you realign with your ease and flow and your source point. Um, It does, you know, take a little bit of recalibrating as you do it. But um, very, very gentle and self-directed. So. And and I would say, too, if somebody isn't getting something from a code they're using, let's say they go on your, your website and they, down, they download your list um, of the Anahata codes, and they go, you know, I, I did this, but it's not, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's doing anything. And there's a couple of pieces of that. Sometimes things can take a little bit of time to come in, and and take effect um, because sometimes we're so focused on trying to get an effect that we're not necessarily allowing it to happen. And the other piece mm-hmm. of it is, is it may not be what you actually may not be the one you actually need. You may need to mm-hmm. shift. And for example, you might think that, you know, you're, um, you're coping with everything and, and your fear isn't there. You're just, a little tired or a little overwhelmed or, uh, you know, you're feeling a little tension right now. But then you go and you do a code for that and nothing really happens. And it doesn't happen because maybe fear is actually the underlying piece and you need to go in and do something for fear instead. Um, because mm-hmm. there might be a yep. fear that even though you're not consciously saying, I'm afraid, there might be something in there that is afraid or resisting in some way. So um, I encourage people to, to kind of work with it. And as you've said, Holly, I think everybody's a little bit different. And mm-hmm. it takes everybody finding uh, their code. Now, I, I thought it was kind of fun when I went through the 21-day transformative journey with you because it was kind of like, oh, what's she going to send today? Is it? Is it going to be an animal one? Is it going to be a plant? Is it going to be a, you know, a crystal? Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of like getting that little um, universal message for the day, 
which was very, mm-hmm. very cool. And yeah, um, and you know, we've been talking plants, we've been talking crystals, but you also can do animals, and you can also draw, you know, draw on that um, vibration and and mm-hmm. you know connect in that way too. Yep, yep. There, there are so many assisting frequencies, and uh, I am getting more and more advice and direction on you know others that I can do. Um, so, you know, currently there are flower essences, trees, essential oils, crystals, um, totem animals, as you said, and uh, those take a little bit of a learning curve as far as what you're harnessing um, because totem medicine is such an ancient and profound way to heal our bodies through connecting with um, a species and what they, uh, their message and their, their attributes and their agility and whatever, you know, they've been blessed with. Um, but, you know, you're not, when you install it, you're not hanging out with a pro or whatever. You're embracing the intelligence, which is articulated through that totem. Um, but we also have archetypes, you know, and those are just abstract kind of stereotypes of the psyche of the human psyche. And, uh, you know, again, these are balancing. So if you, ask for an archetype which has a negative spin on it it's not that it's going to give you that it's going to give you access to balancing out oh my gosh my guide just flew by two of them wow Uh, i just got two red tail hawks fly right by my window (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome yes oh i see you beautiful 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 anyway um lots of support um being shown to me through the universe uh, but anyway, we have so we have archetypal um, energies that your body can use the information of to find balance. We have planetary energies. Um, we have herbs and vitamins, the you know innate intelligence of herbs and vitamins. I even have um, hormonal you know hormones, and this isn't you know uh, activating a hormone that you need. It's giving you access to regulating or balancing and. Um, even biological processes now. And then, of course, we have colors. We have chakra flow, uh, meridian flow, and these um, are just to to support the ideal functioning of your meridians and your chakras. And then um, emotional support. There are two tabs actually now on the spreadsheet, um, and I've segmented them into fear-based versus love-based. And so, you know, the fear-based ones, if your body's asking for, you know, assistance with bitterness uh it's not that it's going to add bitterness to your body obviously it is um by the way the anahata codes are rendered useless uh if they aren't for highest good and so that's another layer of inactivity if you're asking for something that is not of highest good then nothing's going to happen as well because that's the way they were they were made and given um so that could be another reason why you're not feeling you know whatever you think you should be feeling but you're right you know you need to ask questions and it may not be uh, the right question that you're asking and so you're not getting a response Um, so I also teach people how to you know ask the right questions of yourself so that you can get down to what you're really asking for in a way that your body's going to use to balance instead of just you know not activating whatever it is because your mental power is saying you need this Um, it may actually not be needed so uh, yeah it's it's an extraordinary um modality and it can be added on to anything anyone's already doing that is the beauty of it it can it can assist you in any uh, other you know journey that you're taking to self-mastery and self-healing so 
is there is there anything that's better for people to use antibiotic codes than other things? I mean, is there are there certain types of things that they work better on than other things? You know, I I have a um, survey that I always give um, to my participants, whether it's in a 21-day challenge, um, and I have two of those. One is designed for manifestation of your desires and not your fears, and the other one is, of course, the transformative one that you went through where you're dropping your fear-based vibrations, which have some way, uh, you know, shaped your reality and either manifested physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, et cetera. Um, so I asked, I always ask, you know, what, did you find a shift? Uh, was it uh, undeniable, you know, noticeable, not noticeable, you know, on which layer? And I have found that 99, actually I think it's more like 100% <laughs> have felt a shift, a definite shift on a mental and emotional level. I have found high 90s for spiritual and physical only about 80 to 90%. But still, that's very impressive, I would say, because a lot of energy work uh, is not physical immediately because of the nature of energy and how we have so many layers. And, and as you said, or I said, um, our realities physically are through uh, vibrations which have been active consistently and so it's not something that happens overnight that we suddenly are so out of whack and we've manifested whatever it is um, there are so many elements and this is why you know modern science really can't pinpoint a cure per se for x y and z um, you know they look into what the body can do and they try to mimic that and give that to people um, to manage the symptoms but the true roots of what's going on is is so unique to every single person um, that, you know, Anahatikos are able to deliver just what you need in perfect timing with what your body uh, will allow and uh, with as little processing as possible. But I do uh, think that, that out of all the layers, the physical one is the hardest one to get at because you, it's a manifestation. Your physicality is a manifestation of all your other layers. So you're working on your outer layers usually first. Um, but don't get me wrong, because we do, I, I love to ask people, you know, what is your pain level at the beginning of a session and then go to the end and see what the pain level is. And you notice full improvements immediately in most cases. Um, so it does work on the physical. It just depends on how far you can stay out of your way in terms of blocking the complete and utter healing of, you know, your self-activation uh, of healing. Um, and so, but, you know, the more you install, the more you will get out of your way uh, and allow things to just happen um, and you can drop your, your false uh, beliefs and, and all of these societal, um, you know, uh, lies, basically, which we've been told over the years as to, you know, the fact that we have no power. Um, so, yeah. And I would, uh, I would say in that I know in regards to code interpretation, which I do, that sometimes something that we have going on on the physical realm, and I think 80 to 90% is really a very high high ratio in there, um, but mm -hmm. sometimes what we have going on physically can be related to a soul path or a soul process um, that is connected to something we're supposed to bring forth in the world, and it won't Absolutely. necessarily go away 
until we understand that sole purpose of it. Um, yes. And then I once totally we grab agree. that, we will release. So the body's not going to release something if it has a higher purpose connected to it. Right. So exactly. For example, and I'll say and I do put that in the guide. You know, I say this is for highest yeah. good. And so if it's not for highest good, it's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, there are lessons, you know, as you said, on your, on yeah. your soul path that you need things you got to go through to get the knowledge you need to deliver what it is you're here to do. So I absolutely um, agree with that, and that's just one of many reasons why you may not feel, feel a physical transformation immediately. Right. You may want to try to look at some of the more mental, emotional things first <laughs> and see what mm-hmm. happens, or get a good interpretation and then go back. <laughs> but, there uh, you go. There you go. There you go. It's, it's powerful that way, too. Holly, I know, you know, now normally normally we continue to run the show for another half hour, basically 25 minutes here, um, but I know you're also on a time restriction today, and I want to honor that, and so um, I want to give you a chance, since I know we're, you're literally down to just a couple of minutes here um, on your time schedule today, mm-hmm. that you get in whatever information you want to share about any events that are coming up or or things that you have that people can participate in that might be coming up soon and, again, you know, how they can connect with you and all of that good stuff. Sure. So um, I do offer, you know, uh, the Anahata codes themselves and the guide, and it's everything you need. There are no... Um, hidden, you know, mysterious things. It's all laid out there for you uh, with no investment whatsoever. You can just go down uh, to com and download them now and use them. And if you do choose to get more information about, you know, maybe you don't know how to set your sacred space or you're not sure how to muscle test or uh, you don't know how to ask the right questions and you want to maybe help people uh, in a different way facilitating the codes, um, there is a little bit more instruction needed. And so for that, I do offer a master class. And all of this can be found at anahatacodes.com. Um, it redirects you right now to Holly Hollowell, which is my name, .com. And you can call me Anahata or you can call me um, Holly, it doesn't matter to me. I answer to both, and uh, just go there. There's there's a lot of free downloads for you. Um, some heart breath meditations and some money transfusion, and a lot of cool guides and things you can use to um, to just learn. And uh, you know, this is all my opinion and and what's been shown to me. And whatever you resonate with is great. Um, I do, as I said, offer uh, one-on-one sessions. Less and less as I uh, am teaching more and more. And so you can join a master class if that intrigues you, and you can go to anahatamastery.com for that. Uh, you can join one of the 21-day transformations. Um, either Really Sphere is one of them, so um, you just go to iamreallysphere.com, uh, and sphere as in, as in circular, you know, round sphere, a sphere. And... Um, or you can go to anahatamanifestx.com. And, again, these are all, um, they call them vanity URLs so people can remember where to go. But, really, the only one you need to, you know, know is anahatacodes.com. There's going to be, a, you know, Anahata Happening link there where I will tell you about all the stuff going on. I have free webinars, free seminars, 
Um, I'm going to be I'm really excited uh, being featured on some really amazing networks coming up, um, one at the end of this month and one in June so far, but many more um, in my heart space that I'm manifesting as we speak. And so there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. You can also visit my Facebook page, um, just Facebook forward slash Holly Hollowell Heels. And um, yeah, join me. Uh, and I really, really hope that you at least download and read the guide and try out a few codes and see what happens because uh, you may be surprised. Well, wonderful, and thank you so much for giving us your time today and for coming in and sharing this incredible work that you're doing, um, and and it really is. It's really groundbreaking, and it's really unique, and it's, it's very different than anything I've seen out there. So um, I, I well, appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so, so much, Jesse, and God bless you and everyone on the call. God bless you all, um, and thank you so much for giving me your time and energy to just listen to what I have to say, and I hope that it has um, expanded uh, possibly a path towards your truer self um, faster than you would have gotten there otherwise, and I look forward to connecting to everyone, and, of course, Jesse, you and I will be hanging, so uh yeah, so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We will. And and if I end up passing through Colorado on my way um, to California or on my way back from California, I'll let you know. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Take care. Uh, All right, thank you. Know, you. Gonna... Thank you. It has been such a gift to have Holly with us today, um, sharing with us her work in Anahata Codes and um, exciting work that she's doing. And I just I want to take a couple of minutes here since we have um, a little bit extra time than than normal, not a lot, just to, you know, um, for the first time I won't be rushing off and <laughs> trying to rush everything in and cram it in really tight. But Anahata Codes and this vibrational, transformational way of working with energy and it just goes to show you know when we're in the divine that heart-centered space that vibrational energy really connects us in an unbelievable way and this really ties in a lot too with what people have heard about in relation to the god gene which connects all of us together Um, you know watching this process unfold for her and being a part of that has been just a, an amazing journey to see her bring this work forward and to be able to tap in it. And I think this is the type of work that is very important for us to consider and to look at um, in the world today because, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you know, when we deal with all these things like various illnesses that come through our world and we deal with um, you know, the well, last week I talked about strange weather patterns, for example, and natural disasters. And all of these things are related to our thoughts and how much we're in our heart space. And so keeping ourselves in this, this um, amazing alignment will also help our earth. It's also going to cascade out and around. And what I love about this is this is really a zero 
footprint, so to say, on the earth, you know, working with things on the level and in the way that she's working with um, these things, we're not leaving an imprint, so to say, because we're not taking things out from the plant or the crystal or the nutrient or whatever it is that you're drawing in through her codes. And that's a powerful thing because that shows this cohabitation. That shows the inner relationship. It shows the ability for life forms to share and to not just be locked in saying, I've got to take you to survive. And in raising our vibrations in these ways, we we lighten the load of the earth. We, um, you know, we, we always hear the vegans and the vegetarians and people saying, you know, well, we've got to be more compassionate. Well, you can't get much more compassionate than when you're working vibrationally. And as she mentioned, you know, it will only work for your highest good. And things like this can also be a great checkpoint for us to stop and look and say, am I really coming from my highest self and my highest place? Um, when I'm doing my healing work or when I'm doing transformational work or things like this because sometimes we feel like it. Sometimes we're there intellectually perhaps, but we're not there fully consciously. Um, You know, it's like people that say, well, I want to lose weight to be healthy, but in reality they're wanting to lose weight because they want to get more approval from other people instead of learning to be happy with themselves. (laughs) So there's a lot of little different layers and pieces here. But, you know, I have to say I I really enjoyed what was going on when I went through the the 21-day transformative journey, and I refer to that one throughout the show because that's the one that I've experienced personally. Um, And and just knowing the way she's working with things is is just beautiful, and this heart-centered energy really is our key to the connection. It really is the bridge energy, which is so important because we're in a world where we can't be totally physical in a way anymore. You know, we really have to draw in more of the spiritual vibe if we're going to function in this world and keep functioning in this world and have a world to function in. Uh, On the other hand, we can't become so much on the ethereal factor unless we're, you know, leaving the earth basically because we are working with a third dimensional energy. We are working with the earth energy vibration and we're a part of that. And, you know, to ignore what that is completely, um, you know, does does not serve us as our highest good or does not present us as our highest good. And what I love, as with many things, um, I love my work, how it integrates with other work, and this is a perfect example as well as I as I team up more and more with healers uh, to do work because I find one thing helps another thing helps another thing helps another thing, so to say. And if you if you really want to pack a power punch, then take a look at what my code interpretation work can do for you and really help you hone in on which Anahata codes might be the most beneficial for you to utilize based on your personal coding. Um, 
and and we've been talking, you know, there's two different things. There's the Anahata codes and then there's the code interpretation work that I do um, in there. And when you start to combine some of these things, it, it really raises you in this accelerated manner that is incredibly powerful in transformation. And as we know, the divine way is that transformation. It's not taking things away from something else so that we can have something. Uh, it is merely transforming our own energy. And the Anahata Codes allows you to call forth and remember within your own DNA that pure state of being so that you can make the transformation. Um, just like when I do code interpretation work with people, it calls forth the memory of true soul, self, and purpose, and this incarnation design for you so that you can really start to resonate and transform um, those things. So very powerful, very interesting show here today that we've been talking about. And certainly if you've missed any part of this, I do encourage you to go back and listen to it from the beginning because she's, wow, full of enthusiasm and, you know, such a gift to be around. And I guarantee you she's just that enthusiastic in person as well. And it's a pleasure to be around. It's a gentle enthusiasm that is, you know, just bubbling with all this excitement but not over-the-top dramatic either. And, and it's just she's a real gift in this world, I have to say. Next week, um, I'm, it's a mystery right now. <laughs> Next week's show is a mystery. You're going to have to tune in and find out what I'm doing because I haven't even completely gotten the final confirmation on this. Um, my original plans were to have a musical guest on, and I'm waiting to actually get final confirmation as to whether that's going to go through. If not, we may switch weeks around here. And, uh, and I may, may shift something around. If for some reason we don't have a musical guest on next week, uh, we'll, we'll be dealing with a lot of things. I'm going to create a really special, unique show uh, that you'll want to tune into. Certainly we have the spring equinox coming up, and we can look at the various codes of that, as well as other things that are connecting in the world and, and how that might um, influence things that are happening in the world. But uh, tune in because it's, it's going to be interesting no matter what it is. I can assure you that. <laughs> and I can assure you it's going to be a lot of fun whatever we choose to explore. My books on relationships have been released. My book that is the co-collaboration uh, is also out, Embraced by the Divine, The Empowered Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose, um, has been released as well as my Activating Compassion books. You can find all of those things on my website including um, I do monthly videos that I put out and uh, I have monthly specials that I put out and I have all kinds of very cool things as well as our archive shows uh, there. And you can check that out through my website, Jesse and Nichols George, the number one.com. And Embraced by the Divine, what that is, is it's a collaborative work of multiple authors. It's uh, women who have made it through dark sight and Dark, soul, dark Night of the Soul, boy, I'm going to get it out sooner or later here, uh, processes, uh, women that have worked with angels, women that have faced challenges and fears and various things in their life and how they got through them and the processes that they've used and, and suggestions and all kinds of things like that. 
I do also want to mention that coming up actually here very soon, in about a week and a half, I'm going to be on the Awaken to Happiness Now teleseminar uh, with my work code interpretation, and that is run by Shafali Burns. You want to check that out, go to awakenhappinessnow.com, and you can find out the information and sign up for that. And then she's got a whole realm of wonderful uh, presenters and speakers and people like that um, that she's dealing with, and um, and all kinds of gifts and free things that are being offered up and tools to take advantage of with that. So you want to check that out as well. And that will be on the 22nd that I will be doing that. So you can you can find out all of that information. But you do need to sign up for the teleseminar in order to listen into that. So I want to make sure you do that so you can start taking advantage of everything there. Um, as I said, I'm laying a little bit low with events this year. I am working on seeing what I can put in as I head to the Southern California region in late June, early July. Um, around that time frame, if there's anything I can put in coming or going or out that way, I will do so, so you want to watch for that. I do have some exciting things I'm putting together, though, for 2017. Um, I'm in the process of putting together a six-day event that is based all around code patterns. Uh, I will also be putting out some individual one-day events uh, going on that will be dealing with, for example, codes and nutrition, dealing with things like codes and relationships and codes and business. And so lots of different things. With code interpretation, it's absolutely limitless what we can explore. So I'll have some of those things coming out as well. And it's just that it's taking a lot of um, planning with things. It's taking a lot to put together to present these things. And I want to honor that space of putting it together as fully as I can and, and really doing my own alignment uh, with it and finding the places that will code up beautifully to present the event at. So keep that in mind. Um, and, and you can follow all those things again on my website, jessianennicholsgeorgeman1.com. My March special deal, by the way, is if you get any code interpretation work done, uh, you will receive a free copy of my ebooks, Activating Compassion and Activating Compassion, the workbook. So definitely check that out. That's, a, that's an option that's available through the end of March. And don't forget, we've got several shows here on Main Street Universe throughout the week. Um, we have our flagship show, matter of fact, uh, they were doing some readings the other night on that. Janice is doing a show called um, Reflections and Rhythm, and I believe I should be on that show this upcoming Tuesday, so just in a few days. You can tune in. I believe it's going to start around 8.30 at night on Tuesday night, and that's going to be followed up with Susan Reed, who's on every Tuesday night, sharing her work in herbs and natural plants. And uh, Darren Bucare from Madame Lego in New Orleans actually popped his head in this week as well. He was on last night. Um, so we have all kinds of interesting people popping in, and there's going to be some monthly shows coming around uh, as we progress through the year, so you'll want to watch for those. There will be some full variety of interesting things happening there. And this is Jesse Ann Nichols-George. I want to thank you so much for being here today. And thanks to all of our listeners, not only on BlogTap, but those streaming live on Penn, known as Fair Encounters Network, Dreamfinder, and TalkStream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of the show. I look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into Code Connection. 
Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archive. And I'm going to leave you with the song Yearning For, also known as Over and Over. It's by Shemshai. And don't forget, you can catch up with all of Shemshai's work through their website, www.shemshai.com. That's S-H-I-M-S-H-A-I.com. And also catch up with them on Facebook. They're uh, pretty good about posting things that are going on on Facebook as well. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again next week, right here on Code Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend, and have a truly amazing week. And if I could see what makes me blind, I would soar to the edge of my mind, and to touch what seems unreal, just to show you the way that I feel. We are in time with time One with season of change inside And we are in tune with the tune Caught in a balance of sun and moon Oh, deep inside the light within Shining Show you it's it to begin When all I have is all I need I will soar to the edge of eternity And we see in eye to eye One within love to be for the divine And we're walking hand in hand God in the balance of God and Balance.